doesn't have to be anything grand. You don't have to be a part of a nonprofit. You can do something. To the smallest thing can just be like, grab some moms together or grab your family, go outside and go clean up your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Pick up the trash. Someone's landscaping is all messed up. Go out there and pull some weeds. Yeah. You're listening to What's the Lesson, a podcast that inspires girls and those that love them to grow in their knowledge, skills, and abilities while working towards becoming the most confident version of themselves. We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, once corporate leaders and entrepreneurs turned confidence coaches who are obsessed with raising the next generation of female leaders. We're the founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen and tween girls. We're here to give them the tools to be resilient, problem solvers, and to simply be good people. Everything we wish we had access to at their age. We'll be sitting down with versatile guests to talk about things like how to manage expectations, bounce back from failure, even strategies to break up with a toxic relationship. We want this community to lift one another up. So starting right now, you get to practice reaching your hand back and bringing other girls along for the ride. Let's go. What's going on, podcast fam? Welcome back to the show. Hello, podcast fam. Jill and I are sitting here in our gym clothes like normal. And our <laughs> guests, our guests showed up just beautifully <laughs> well done. We cannot wait to introduce them to you. But first off, Jill, how was your workout this morning? Oh my gosh, you guys... I go to this CrossFit gym and there's like a group, a special group of people who are like elite athletes, like the elite athletes. Yes, you said it well. And Mary and I normally work out together when we work. And today I drove up to her house, so it didn't make sense for her to come to my house to work out at the gym. So I went, got a quick workout. And of course, I walk in and all the elite athletes are there and they invited me to come work out with them and they wear their shirts off. They're all muscular. And I was like, well, okay, here goes nothing. <laughs> so I, I showed up literally about 10 minutes ago to Mary's house. And I'm like, I'm tomato face. <laughs> I am exhausted. I can't move my body. They really pushed me, but my workout was awesome. And you know what? I can do hard things. I was just going to say all of that to say another <laughs> point proven. What's the lesson? You can do hard things. So a nod to our podcast name. Yeah. How have you been? I've been all right. You know, um, we spoke recently this past weekend at the National Charity League, one of the chapters here in town. And the feedback we've gotten since that day has been incredible. And it just, whether I'm down, whether I'm up, hearing how people resonate with our message is always something that fills up my cup. So to know that I'm on the right path with these little nudges is is a really cool thing to wake up to emails being like, hey, we want you. We want you. Come. Come speak at our <laughs> chapter. It's like, whoa, this that we're really doing it. We're really yeah. doing something. Yeah. And speaking of organizations that are really doing it. I was just going to say, <laughs> that was like the perfect yeah. tee up for introducing our guest today. We have the very special privilege of I mean, this is their first podcast, and I just want to call out that they were a little nervous, and it's perfect because this is going to open the door for them to be able to spread their message to multiple other organizations using podcasting as a platform. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Don Van Camp and Desiree Briggs of the Mama Army. Woo! Ladies, ladies, <laughs> welcome to the show. Hi, ladies. It's an honor that you guys are the first podcast that we're doing, and it's just the best. It's meant to be. 
Oh my gosh. If you guys can, and we'll get into your organization, but if you can run a nonprofit, if you can go through the paperwork to get an official 501c3. Y'all have no idea what the paperwork to go from a normal <laughs> company to a, a podcast. A 501c3 <laughs> looks like it's it's a lot. Yeah. Mary and I always like to say too, we like to look back on times where, you know, we've been challenged and and draw from those lessons to say, can I use, like if I can do that, I can do this even even though it doesn't feel as big or probably as scary, but still you have the nerves, the the the, the sweaty palms, but utilize, I, that's what I always refer to. I'm like, I have already done harder things. So if I can do that, you guys can slay. I, you guys can slay this podcast. <laughs> it's one step at a time. And that's why we started. It's just one step. What can we do? How can we make a difference? And just one thing at a time. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is just taking one step after the other. And like you said, we can do hard Mm -hmm. things. Like it was a process. It was a challenge. We didn't know how long we were going to have to wait, all those things. And then one day it just showed up that it got approved and we're official. And we didn't know that was our trajectory. We didn't know this is where we were going when we started Mama Mm -hmm. Army. Just one foot in front of the other. That's all you can do. building. Totally. Well, and we usually don't, right? We start out with these grand ideas of how we can help. And usually six months down the road, it looks a little different than what we sought out to achieve, which Mm -hmm. is incredible. And we'll get into um, what the Mama Army is and what you guys are doing, the impact you're making across the valley for kids and communities. It's it's incredible. Mm -hmm. But one thing I want to know right out of the gate, what's our audience in for? What are two things that you want our audience to walk away knowing about you two and the mission that you're on. Okay. Well, this is going to kind of go into the why and what we're doing, but two things to take away from. So obviously we serve the community. We wanted to be the bridge between the community and the people that are in need. And how can we help and how can we make a difference? You know, we didn't know where to go and we had friends that wanted to give back and they didn't know. So we kind of just started digging and doing some research ourselves. A couple things that we've taken away from that would be, you know, like kind of like you, what you mentioned, anything, anything helps. Yeah. Like I think that number one lesson is something matters. So you can do that, go out there and make an impact. It doesn't have to be anything grand. You don't have to be a part of a nonprofit. You can do something. To the smallest thing can just be like, grab some moms together or grab your family, go outside and go clean up your neighborhood. Mm pick up the trash. Someone's landscaping is all messed up. Go out there and pull some weeds. Yeah. Anything. You have leftover clothes. Like we post all the time. We have people that drop off yeah. gently used clothing and we find the right place to bring it or furniture or, you know, some women they're trying to get into the job scene and go on interviews for the first time. They don't have those clothes. And we have someone who's gathering business clothes for, from yeah. their company as a total to give to us. Just little things here and there just are weird. Inter- encouraging people to find a way to right. give. Yeah, whether well, whether it's big or small. And I mean, we're in such a day and age that makes it seem like you have to like create this huge thing and mm-hmm. have a side hustle and grind and do do it, swing for the fences. And realistically, what you're saying is it's a small thing that you could do in your day makes a big difference for someone else. It's something yeah. too that you love and are already doing. So yeah. you love braiding hair. Go down to the Phoenix Dream Center mm-hmm. and teach them how to braid hair. Yeah. Or yeah. you, you're a mom, you love cleaning. Go 
clean somebody's house yeah. or go down and visit at There's um, resource. a senior citizen's yeah. place and bring them a bag of food. Or Resources anything. need like help with just landscaping or volunteering, just little things. It doesn't have to be set up monthly. It can just be like, this is the weekend I have. How can I help you? Right. Being in service to others. Anything. Yeah. Service to others. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Uh-huh. What's next? Second lesson. Second lesson. Connecting with our kids. So that kind of goes hand in hand with why we started the mama army is we want to make an impact in that community, but then also how do we lessen the need of help that we're trying to and teach the next generation? Yeah. Teach the next generation. How can, yes, we want to teach the next generation how to make an impact in their community because that's going to serve so many purposes going forward, but also how can we help young girls and boys not get into situations that could harm them harm their friends that they just don't know the social awareness when you're just walking down the street now with phones and everything like that, we don't really pay attention. So just connecting with our kids more on a parent basis and kind of just being real with them. Well, it's different than how we grew up, right? We were always just outside playing. And I think the number one thing our parents always said was stranger danger, like don't take candy from a stranger whatever. And that's kind of like all we had to really like look out for. But now Mm -hmm. we have so many distractions, Mm -hmm. especially with social media and technology and our phone. Like we're not paying attention. I think just opening up that conversation with our kids and and showing them how to be aware, but in a comforting way, we don't want to scare them. Parents are not the bad guys. Like you come to us, let's solve the problem make sure that you're safe. And then, you know, going, obviously as a parent, there's consequences depending on things that happen, but like, come to me and let's just talk and go through yeah. it. Connect with our kids, that conversation with the yeah. kids. And I think our jobs as mom is to kind of help them see that vision mm-hmm. that we see and then that they can't see yet themselves. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have that communication, that, that form of trust and openness, yeah. where if they make a mistake and they're like, mom's going to be mad at me now. Right. I can come to her with this, yeah. letting them know that like, we want those mistakes. Like yeah. come to us because we're still here. We're going to love you through it. No one has your back more than your mom. Well, and I think that's exactly where we connected so well, where our organizations have such synergy. Two points there, like reaching our hand back and saying, hey, younger generation, like we made these mistakes. We fell down these giant cavernous (laughs) holes by not listening to our parents. And we want to help you maybe not avoid making those mistakes, but get up faster. Learn the bigger lesson to apply so you don't make the same mistake again. As well as what you said about just being the go-to for your kids, you want your kids to know that you are their number one cheerleader, regardless of if it's a high or a low, if they're in trouble or they're celebrating something, they should know that it's okay to come to you and not fear necessarily your reaction or your response to what happened, regardless of what it is, because no one is going to love them more than their mothers. And I think that's exactly where we come in in terms of being that space for girls in particular to learn that about their families. And I'll just, I'll never forget the day that you reached out and how excited you were because you said you'd been following us and our journey and they coincided so well. So to learn about what y'all are doing for the community in these ways, being that bridge is just such a beautiful It's been so cool to learn of other organizations fighting this fight with us in their own way. Well, especially like once I started following your page, I'm like, so do you speak to adults? Because I was like, you know, obviously we all have this room to grow. And so then I could use some of that. Yeah, I could use some of that. 
But, you know, that's why I was like, okay, our minds are open, our hearts are open. And, you know, we're just coming into this and we're finding ways to serve the community, but also learning stuff about ourselves. And as parents, you know, no one is perfect, but watching you guys just impact, especially your guys' boot camp and summer camp and everything was just incredible. And to see all of those girls and from the beginning to the end of just, you could see it in their faces, how amazing your impact was with them. We just we need to dial more into that. Well, we thank you for that acknowledgement. Summer camp was so incredible. And I think what we really learned was we need to continue as a community and us too as leaders to connect with more thought leaders to say, where else can these girls and families plug in? So the fact that we are establishing a relationship with the Mama Army is so cool because we get them for a small little piece, which we will love on them for as long as we have them. But we also want them to continue to develop the skills. And like you said, does families and, and adults are like, wait, we want this too. And if families can be a part of serving the community or developing their self first to show their kids. That's all about leading by example, connecting with your children, showing them that, hey, mom and dad aren't perfect either. You know, mom and dad are going to take some time to like work on ourselves through therapy or we're going to go serve in the community. So it's really cool to know that we're looking down to say we need more touch points for families and kids to constantly be developed. Mm-hmm. So where did this concept start? Yeah. What What's the story? I'm imagining it much like Jill and I, August 2020, <laughs> we were In my downing kitchen. our probably second or third. It was. Yeah. yeah. Was there wine or Was champagne there champagne involved? involved? Because Prosecco was definitely being heavily poured. Yeah. So That's where the greatest what was, ideas happen. What was the question? What was the problem that y'all were trying to solve? What was the calling, the yearning on your heart? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would say it was either end of June or beginning of July 2020. Yeah, summer 2020. There was a lot of awareness for human trafficking going on. And I had been kind of learning more about human trafficking over the year prior and posting about it on social media. A few other moms that we all kind of like friends of friends, like we all kind of knew each other. There was four of us got together as a group, Ashley, Dawn, Alicia, and myself. We were like, we have to make a difference. Something needs to happen. There was a lot of talk on, oh, no, this is just happening in other countries. We knew it wasn't through social media. It doesn't need to be just in person, you know, kidnapping and stuff like that. So we were like, let's bring more education and more awareness to it. So we kind of started around human trafficking is what brought us together. As we went on, we saw that, oh, my gosh, people do want to give back. All these people that said, like, yeah, we want to, but we just don't know how. Once we started gathering ideas, people were getting on board and wanting to serve more of a purpose. So it was really in 2020 over human trafficking. And we reached out to the Phoenix Dream Center, did a tour there, did a tour at Streetlight USA. Then that's when we began to start seeing like, we can volunteer at these places. What can we do? Art therapy. And then we just kind of started building off of that. And I think the other thing was, is that human trafficking has been going on mm-hmm. for decades, right? Decades, yeah. Decades. And it almost felt trendy yeah. that summer. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody wanted to do something. And 
when we kind of started doing this, I'm like, I looked at Des and like, if we're going to do this, like we're doing this and we are, we're not letting this fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're sticking in this. Yeah. I don't want to just, when this trend of human trafficking, yeah. like is not a hot topic anymore, then what? And Des was like, game on, like I'm down. I'm like, cause this is like, yeah. we go down this path. Like we're going down this path. Cause it wasn't just like, it was on our hearts to make a difference. Not just for yeah. like the moment human trafficking just doesn't stop or any cause doesn't stop when that month that it's awareness right. is over. Right. Right. Stuff like that. Like those women and men live in that every day. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we wanted to bring. Like these people are here and they are trying to get back on their feet and they're trying to, it's not trendy for them. Yeah. It's not trendy like, for them. Like this is their life. Let's keep going back and showing up. Yeah. And I think just that little glimpse when we started kind of getting our boots on the ground and doing some work and stuff for like, as Des was mm-hmm. saying that this can go somewhere and yeah. there's way more to be done and people truly want to help. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're in it. So yeah. what else can we do? Yeah. And we, then it just kind of dabbled into different topics, different organizations. And- we had people reaching out saying, you know, like, I really want to give back to children. I was in a situation where I was in a domestic violence relationship. And I'm in a better spot now and I want to give back. How do I do that? And so we, you know, kind of connect and people will call and we'll sit on the phone and say, you know, we'll get kind of a history of what's close to their heart. We say, okay, you know, we know of a few options. I can put you in contact if you're wanting to do monthly volunteering, or if you're just wanting to go once in a while, or if you want to regularly give back, you know, to them, here's a direct contact. So Mm -hmm. we don't need to be the middle people all the time. It's just more so we're a resource that people can come to us and say like, Hey, I'm following you. I'm going to keep an eye out for the stuff that you guys are doing, but I also want to do more if that's it. Or people can just come to the mama army page and see, you know, information that we post sometimes on certain situations or events that we have or fundraisers that we're doing donation drives. We have families ourselves and we weren't wanting to let this go, but we're trying, you know, finding the balance between all of that. And I think it's been good because we've been able to get our children involved and they've been able to, you know, see who we're helping and what we're doing. And it's been a great, great turnout of just filling our heart with, I didn't think it was going to get to this point. Like, not, I didn't think it get to this point, but like, I didn't think that like, yeah, still going to be around. I didn't, maybe it would fizzle out because of other people aren't wanting to, but people aren't wanting to donate or help. Yeah. There's so much of a need. It's never going to stop. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, and I just love that. I think of me and my family. I have two boys. I have a husband. We want to give back. And we're definitely the family that's like, well, where do we go? Yeah. How do we look you know, at all these options? Look at all. I, Again, we're the age the of distraction. Us, <laughs> right? It's like there's too many things for us to do. What I love is that you guys are so connected. You're getting more connected to the community where if I had an idea, I can come to you and hear like, hey, these are the organizations that can definitely serve your need or let us help you. If you talk to me more about what you're looking for, I can kind of help guide. So I love that you guys really are the bridge to introducing families and people and adults. You are the access to serve in the community And I think that is so incredibly cool because I really would be like, I don't know where to go. 
Where to even Besides start? Google. <laughs> Besides Google. The Goog. Okay, so next question. Obviously, we've talked about the fact that when we start something, it turns into something that maybe we had zero idea it was going to turn into. So when you initially started, did you see going 501c3? And for those of you who have no idea what a 501c3 is, it's a nonprofit. You have to fill out several books worth of paperwork and wait for someone at the government to, you know, people probably don't answer that phone or your email inquiries. And it probably ends up on several different desks under several different stacks of paper. And you're in like purgatory waiting for whether it gets approved, whether it doesn't. Do it right. And recently you got the announcement, you got the validation that your organization was approved to become a nonprofit officially a 501c3. But that wasn't probably always the case. So where where did you see taking this before before that route? I would say that I mean, honestly, when we started this, we really didn't know where this was going. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, just like one step in front of the other with our community being yeah. so incredible. I think that's the only reason why we actually became a 501c3 yeah. is because if it wasn't for moms and dads and teachers and, and grandparents mm-hmm. and everything else being like, we love what you're doing. What else can we do? Yeah. Like just that support. And then the other caveat to it is we're moms, mm-hmm. we're not working moms and we're paying for some of the stuff out of our pocket. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how do we keep a lot of this stuff afloat? And that's when we're like, okay, so we might need yeah. to, if we want to do more, we do more. then we, we need a little bit more cushion. Yeah. And, and yeah. we had the support, like we had people saying like, why don't you guys become a 501c3? It'll give you an opportunity to excel. And we were like, well, we just, you know, we were a little hesitant because we, we said, you know, we didn't know where to go, yeah. what to do. And what is that going to entail? We know we wanted to do more and that things needed to be in place for that to happen. But what is that? We appreciate the support from the community because they have really backed us from the beginning. They've never doubted us. Anytime we turn out for a donation drive, you know, because before we were a 501c3, it was just direct donations that we would collect for a resource. Mm-hmm. And we're still going to be continuing to do that. But we want, you know, why we started was a little bit about the prevention aspect to put into our children. So how do we do that? You know, we help host courses. We have a self-defense class that we're going to be putting together that will hopefully be happening soon. Keep your ears out and eyes open, but, you know, just put stuff intact to give a little bit prevention and we can't do that just on us. And so it's really going to excel in those caveats. Yeah. But yeah, to answer your question, 501c3 was not on our, no, on our, <laughs> I no. love vision, no. our vision board. It was right? just like, what can we do right now yeah. to get to the community da, 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 and just kind of like going day by day, but it's truthfully the support from the community, community. and those who want to be a part yeah. of mom army. If it wasn't for them, we would not be no. here right now. And I almost want to get to your, I know it's every it's, time we do something, it blows us away and yeah. we call each other at the end. We're like, how did, how did that just happen? It's oh. because of all these amazing yeah. people in the community. I get so nervous right. with every yeah. drive and mm-hmm. every event. I'm like, we're not going to fulfill this need. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to have to like yeah. go to my bank and yeah. like pull money out and go yeah. fill this, like all this stuff. And then before I know it, the whole, wish the whole thing is, is gone filled, or people are just dropping stuff off by like the tenfold for the donation drive. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like mm-hmm. there are some pretty good people mm-hmm. in this world who just want to do good. Oh, there so are. Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, and I want to give you guys major kudos because you opened up a door for Mary and I 
you know, when we're building a business, just like running a nonprofit, you're figuring it out every single day. And we get asked constantly around who do we serve? Like what, you know, we we want to serve all girls. Right now, we're two years into this business and we can't be everything for everyone. Eventually, when we do have the capital to you know, when we've built our empire, when we have built the Mecca. But I think what we kind of got down on ourselves for a little while until you brought in this idea was around like serving the underserved communities. So you guys came to us and said, hey, we're the Mama Army. We want to fundraise the funds to hire you to go into these organizations that these girls are so desperately needing these skills. And Mary and I looked at each other and we were like, oh my gosh, this is how we can crack the code almost, or at least feel good about knowing that there's organizations like you. And I know you're one of a thousand, but you're so special to say, hey, we want to fundraise for you, what you're doing to then go and serve these other children or adults in need, we would have never been able to come up with that on our own without that relationship that we've been creating together. And I think that's such an important notation because it's like me opening up the hood of my car. I don't know how to change a spark plug. (laughs) What is that? I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I need somebody to help me do that. People, when you open up the hood of a business, they don't understand what it takes to run it. They really have zero idea, honestly. The sleepless nights that I was up until 2 a.m. trying to figure out how to run a Facebook ad and I kept getting rejected. Like, there's so many nuances to running a business that people don't understand and then they just throw something your way. They're like, well, you need to serve these people. And it's like, we want to. And, you know, we don't know how. One of my favorite sayings from one of my greatest mentors is when good people make good money, they can do good things. And the key to that equation is being able to make money, right? You said it, you alluded to it earlier. It's like you've been taking from your own bank account to make some of these transactions happen. And in order for the thing to grow as much as we want it to grow and impact, we need money to make that happen, right? So it did really open up like an avenue for us to think, well, it doesn't necessarily have to be us, but who can we partner with in order to help serve these different sublets of people. And I think that's what makes you guys so unique. That's so incredibly cool that you guys are starting to build these community relationships and then saying like, hey, we want to work with you because you're great at this, but we have this organization that is dying for your services. Like, how can we bring you guys together? That is the freaking coolest. I I can't even put it into words how grateful we are for what you guys do and how you make that happen because you do. You make the impossible possible. Oh, oh cry. Yeah, really <laughs> Thank sweet. you. Really, when people come together for good, that impact yeah. is magnified by like a thousand. Yeah. And you don't have to do this by yourself. Reach out to somebody yeah. else, collaborate, partner mm-hmm. up, dream a little bit bigger yeah. and see what you guys can make together that you probably would have never. Like Des and I, I'll think of something and she'll be yeah. like, no, let's do this. I'm like, oh my God, why didn't I Same think of that? Yep. Or vice versa or something. It's like, you need somebody else 
to make good, big things happen. happen. And you know, when we reached out to you guys, you were once again, first podcast, but you guys were our first other organization that we reached out to bring you to impact the people that we were serving and we were volunteering with. You know, I just saw that, you know, just to touch on that, when you guys came to the Phoenix Dream Center, we would go down there and do art therapy. But the more I spent time with those women and men, you really see that no matter what happened before they were in this position and they are trying just to get that leg back up on life. And we have our husbands to rely on or our girlfriends to rely on or family. Some of these women and men don't have any of that. And I was thinking just what is the best way that we could impact them? And it's to build themselves back up in who better than you guys. You guys are the perfect, the perfect like, people. Duo. So, you know, when no, I, we're going to cry, I learned so no, much from you so guys. Much. I know. I'm like, I needed to hear that today. I know. So like when I watched you guys speak to that group, I saw women speak and raise their hand that never lifted their head off the table when we were there before. Like that is the impact of coming together, branching out. And I was so nervous. You just don't know what you're going to get out of something that's new. We hadn't done that before. And it was the best thing. And you guys were able to connect with them better than other people have. Yeah. That will absolutely go down as one of the most incredible, special moments in our career. Truly. I mean, also something that we never sought out to do, right? If you would have asked Jill and Mary version 28 and 29, kids ask us what grade we're in and we always (laughs) say that. (laughs) I'm in grade 34 now. Um, (laughs) So like, you know, pre-grade 30, if you would have asked the women that we were then, if we foresaw something like that happening, we would have been like, hell no, what are you smoking? (laughs) That's not, no. And I think what was really powerful about that experience There was a girl in that room who was from my hometown and went to school where my mom taught school. So the fact that it was so, I mean, it's close to home, so truly close to home. I mean, I can't even put or find the words around. I mean, Mary and I were so scared because we were like, we don't want to disrespect or overstep or say the wrong thing. But being in that room and walking away, we were like, wow, did we grow as leaders in this work? And to give, like, to give a little bit of a preset for people who didn't see that day on our pages. So the Phoenix Dream Center, they serve a lot of people, but who we serve directly with them is the Hope Wing. The Hope Wing are residents at the Dream Center that were either confirmed human trafficked, either sex or labor, or at risk. Just to give people an idea, like, that was a big thing for you guys to walk into. So I can imagine, you know, the nerves coming into that situation. You guys just delivered it beautifully and you affected those women and the few men that were there just with grace and respect and understanding. And it was incredible to watch. And it is, like you said, it's just from your hometown, like that shows that it's, it's in your backyard. It's, in your backyard. Yeah. it's happening. Oh yeah. That and was wild. I think that was like the biggest light bulb light moment. Bulb. Yeah. Where I'm like, you're right. It It's happening on our streets, in our, in our malls, in at our, our malls. schools. Yeah. It's, it is, it's happening everywhere. And as trendy as 2020 was, I agree. It was like such a buzz. It was all over everything. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for it because it did bring awareness to a lot of the people who did turn a blind eye 
that thought had never crossed their mind. They had never even once considered it to be a problem. Now people at least know. Mm -hmm. And the continuation of what your organization is doing is incredible. Speaking of fundraising opportunities, the last thing I saw on your page was a backpack drive. And I want to talk about connecting with your kids, the concept of connecting with your kids. Were your kids there that day? So that was our first event that we had done all by ourselves. So they did not come that day because Don and I were so nervous. Like, what if, like <laughs> yes, we, we wanted to pour into like Don and I directly wanted to pour into those kids. Right. And volunteers there. But we did take a tour. We took a tour yes. of Sunshine Acres. We brought our kiddos. Yeah. So they could kind of get a little bit more insight. Yeah. Well, and they saw the lead up. They saw the preparation. Yeah. They saw the behind the scenes. They were a part of the conversation, yeah. regardless of physically being there. What is Sunshine Anchors? Will you explain just the backpack drive and what you were able to do for kids before school started this semester? Oh, Sunshine Anchors, oh, that one's like close to my home. It's, yeah. it's just right up here in Mesa. They started about 50 years ago, essentially nothing. Nothing. I think they built like one little shack and it housed eight or nine boys mm -hmm. and girls and it just slowly evolved over the years. But It's on over 120 acres. Yeah. 10 I houses. Uh, yeah. I think eight are currently being occupied. Wow. But it's kiddos from like six to 16 that no longer have a mom and dad, whether it's due to they passed away, they're in jail, addiction, mm -hmm. they're hospitalized, whatever it might be. But there's little homes on there and 10 kids a home. Yes. And, and they have house parents. Yeah. These amazing people in the Incredible. world who still have their own families. But they're with these kids Monday through Friday. 24 7. 24. And like they are taking them to and from school, taking them to and from doctors. doctor's appointments, giving them family meal time, mm -hmm. making them feel valued, making sure they're doing their homework, yeah. all the things that we grew up with our own parents. Mm -hmm. They're instilling them in these children so that they can go out and know that they're worthy, they're loved, they matter, they can do hard things. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's weekend house parents that yeah. come in and kind of relieve. The weekday, because, you know, as parents in any capacity, you need a break. So then there's weekend house parents. So they really have the stability of the same people in their home wow. on weekends and weekdays to build that connection with and grow. And I highly suggest taking a tour, oh my gosh, bring your grounds. kids like we did, because the kids From were things that they had. Yeah. The grounds are incredible. They have equestrian center. They have this cute little garden that has their own little peacock in there. Mm -hmm. They have a little skate park. A pool, yeah. like a people, chapel. People have just come and to be like skateboard company came and said, we want to build a skate park. And every year we're going to come oh. get new skateboards and helmets. Oh, that's amazing. That is, oh, it gives me goosebumps. That's incredible. We decided like that would be a good place to do a back to school drive. Yeah. And so oh. not only did we want to, well. That, so we did a pajama drive. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this is the most amazing thing. So we did the pajama drive. Our community was awesome. They fulfilled all yep. the needs. We went and dropped them off. Mm -hmm. And it was obviously COVID and all that because our intent was to do like a craft thing with them too. But we just had to drop the PJs off. Two weeks later, we get this amazing package. Huge package. And every single kid did a hand written thank it was you so card. Cute. Oh my gosh. Detailed thank yeah. you or like, I haven't had a new PJ in yeah. like years or whatever. Yeah. And have, we kept them all. And we our, just cried. One day we oh, bald. They're yes. framed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something, but like, yeah. Yeah. So we knew those like, moments. Those, like, those moments. Yeah. 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 So 
So turn around, you do a backpack drive. For them. Yeah. And so we're like, let's now that we're 501c3, let's have an event. Like, let's do something. Let's make it big. So we're like, not only like a back to school drive, but back to like end of summer party for them. So we did Jeremiah's Italian ice truck came out. We did a water slide. We had a dunk tank. We had, you know, popcorn, you know, volunteers came out and just hung out with the kids and did squirt guns and all the fun things. It was our first kickoff event for Mama Army solely. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty incredible. And partnering up with people, big thank you to Janelle with Rex Lyons Sutherby Realty. Mm -hmm. She held an awesome little like pop-up shopping shopping event for us to raise funds strictly for Sunshine Acre. Part of the proceeds went for that event. And if it wasn't for her doing that, we wouldn't have been able to put on this event for Sunshine Acre. So like that really just goes back to what we were saying before, like you need to team up with these people to make certain things happen. Well, and you never know the outcome. Who did you meet that day that also, you know, is sitting on an inclination to do something that now opens the door to the next thing? Breadcrumbs have literally built our business, which is sad because I am allergic to wheat. (laughs) (laughs) But I keep picking up those breadcrumbs. It's those breadcrumbs, Mary. I keep eating them. When you put yourself out there, whether it's scary, whether it's small, whether it's big, you know, whether you don't think you could do it or you don't think you could fulfill it, whether you, whatever it is and you do it, it opens the door to the next opportunity for the next organization to come along and say, hey, they did this really badass thing and we want to partner with them and do this and then this. It's just the ripple. We did another event with two other organizations and we came together for a Mother's Day event. Like we just want to continue to grow and the more that organizations and companies, businesses can work together with grassroots organizations. That's when I feel like you see, it's not just the money donations coming through. Like people need a face and you know, then they know they can rely. And these, these people are actually here and they want to show up when they want help. Right. To see, I love that you said like to actually see the money be put to good use. Cause of course you can give the money, but you want to see the money turn around and create an experience that is going to be impactful or joyful for these, these kids and families who otherwise wouldn't have been able to, to feel that. That's so incredible. Yeah. You know, you can donate $5,000 to any organization, but you don't know where it actually went or if it actually made what an it impact. Did. Yeah. But you guys got to see right. all of the smiles. I think that was the coolest thing is just watching these kids walk up to these racks on racks on racks of bags oh. and get to pick their backpack and like turn around, no strings attached. It wasn't like somebody was asking anything of them. And just to see the joy in their face of getting something new, to know that they were being supported and going back to school when they may not have felt like that a month prior. It gave us the same feelings. We did a fundraiser for a lake trip to bring the Hope Wing from the Dream Center out. And they had been on lockdown because COVID, they couldn't leave. And that's hard on the mental stability too, because, you know, you need to be able to leave and they're already going through so much and going through counseling for so much. We're like, let's get these women and men outdoors. Yeah. And so that's what to see like the fundraiser and they got to, you know, face some fears. Some didn't like heights. I've never been in water before, but they had life jackets on. So a lot of them got to conquer fears just so to see experiences like that. If people are donating to the mom army, like that's what we want to give. We want to let people know, like, we thank you because we couldn't do this without you. And you're the one putting these smiles on their faces. Well, we thank you for reaching out to us initially and just saying, yes, I know it's like this 
we do it for one another. We've said yes now to all of these things together, and it's been really cool to grow alongside you and what you're doing and just have you two in our back pocket as inspiration as well. So thank you for continuing to say yes to us. We will put all of your information in our show notes, and we will be front row for your next podcast tour wherever that takes you <laughs> for for whatever that looks like. We'll be eating popcorn right there in that front row. Just cheering you on and supporting you. And for anyone interested in what this organization does, what it looks like to donate, all of the information, like I said, will be in the show notes. And ladies, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. This has been such an enlightening conversation that I know our community is going to see so stinking much value in. Oh my gosh. And just have it be for our listeners listening allow this conversation to give you permission to go and get in action. It doesn't have to be starting a business. It doesn't have to be like a grandiose amount of money that you give, but it can be small. Just start small so that your children can learn from you to see what it's like to give and serve others. Thank you guys. We're so appreciative of you guys. Thanks for helping us get out of our comfort zone too. Yes. <laughs> Anytime. Oh my gosh. We love you guys. Yes. You guys were awesome. And until next time, everybody, we'll see you on the next episode of What's the Lesson. Thank you. Thank you. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. If you're looking for more, head over to girlsmentorship.com slash WTL for the show notes. And if you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one or all of the next three ways. One, by sharing this episode with a friend or on your social media. Two, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review. And three, by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We share ideas, we ask questions. So if you're interested, we've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Facebook in the show notes. Until next time, you guys, remember, the more you know, the better you do. And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.